Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first episode of Expand the Conversation podcast. I am your host, Jillian Warren. I am so excited to be here for this first episode to begin this journey on sharing my experiences just through my healing journey and my spiritual journey and what's helped me grow as a human and expand into who I truly am and express myself at my fullest expression. And I would also just like to give a little background information about myself. I am a 200-hour registered yoga teacher. I am also certified in the fear alchemy process, and I use both of my specialties to help people in what I call expansion coaching. Expansion coaching is something that I've really learned on my own. It's just something that I do to help people step into their fullest like expression of themselves. You know, sometimes in life, there's a lot of things and programming that gets installed into us or that we're taught. And it basically, it just keeps us small and it doesn't always let us shine our light. Or sometimes we're afraid of expressing who we truly are because we're afraid of how people will receive us. And this has been such an amazing journey for me. And I'm so excited to be here starting this podcast. I'm so excited to share some of my stories with you all, as well as interviewing some of my closest friends and mentors And I just am so excited. It's going to be such a fun journey. I'm so glad that you're here listening to this or watching this. Welcome to Expand the Conversation podcast. Today, I really wanted to talk about our inner circle and just how we perceive ourselves as far as when we're trying to reach a goal and maybe how basically we are able to look at ourselves in a different light. And instead of feeling like we're not good enough to do the thing that we want or to reach the goal that we want, I really believe that everyone is placed on this earth with a certain mission. And I truly believe that the goals that we end up going for, if they are right for our soul, they are meant for us, whether they're really big and it feels really intimidating, we are given the opportunity to be able to get there. And something that I've been doing lately to help me reach my next level or to help me stay in that energetic of I can do this. And it's that radical self-belief. And I'm literally changing the way I see myself as the way that my friends look at me or even just the way that I look at my friends. And this is my inner circle. These are people that I love and trust. I've met some of the most incredible people over the last three years since I began this whole healing journey, spiritual journey, and they really have shown me how to look at myself in a completely different light. And it's been really supportive for me as I'm going through this journey of learning how to love myself and learning how my self-worth is a lot higher than I thought it was. And it's not necessarily me taking exactly what they think about me, but it's allowing myself to see the goals that I want, the things that I want to achieve without judgment. And it helps me sometimes to really shift the way I'm thinking. If 
I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, that's such a huge goal. How am I ever going to do that? Why would anyone ever listen to me? I can stop myself in that moment and just think, how would I talk to a friend if she was coming to me with these self-doubts, right? Like, so if I was my best friend and I'm literally like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. This is crazy. Like, what would I say to my best friend? And it's always going to come from a loving, non-judgmental place because that is how I see my closest friends. I truly believe in everything that they're doing. I think they're amazing humans. And I know that they feel the same about me. And they've shown me time and time again that they do hold me in this space of non-judgment and they really want to support me and they really believe in me. And so to be able to take that frame of mind and apply it to myself, it really helps me get to goals that I'm going for, or it helps me at least start the process. For me, um, you know, going through the fear alchemy process, the first, the first part of the training, we really went into our own fears. And mine personally was this fear of fear of success because, and the root of that fear was afraid people wouldn't love me and accept me. And so when I'm coming or when I'm trying to achieve something from that point, it never lands because typically what happens for me is I get stuck in this procrastination land and I don't move forward because it's easier for me to always, and this is subconscious me, right? If I don't even start it, then I just, or I get the response that I expect versus if I try and then I fail, then I tried and I fail. So it hurts a little more, but what happens if I try and succeed? So when I change the way that I look at myself and that's an odd way to put it, but for lack of better words, it's basically I'm seeing myself for the magical human that I am and all of the stories that I've been through and all of the things that I can share with people. And if it doesn't resonate with them, that's okay. And it, you know, sometimes we think that we're meant for everybody and that's just not the case. Sometimes there's going to be people that are in your life that you are meant for them for a period of time or they are meant for you in that period of time. But it's allowing ourselves to let these relationships evolve and really just being honest with ourselves. Is this relationship an equal energy exchange? Is this relationship still good for me? And that can sound really selfish, but I really believe that sometimes we need to be selfish and just choose ourselves in these moments. And when you have this inner circle that's supportive, loving, non-judgmental, and not to mention they're willing to talk to you about some of the things you're going through and being honest with you. Maybe the parts of you that aren't your best self, or maybe the parts of you that aren't like, let's say your shadow side, right? Like the procrastinating for me. You know, sometimes my my closest friends, I allow them to ask me these questions that can be a little triggering because it's like, I do want the thing. They're like, okay, then why don't you do it? Do you really not have time? Or are you just filling your time with other things? And so it's that being open to these relationships as well and being open to having this constructive criticism come at you. And I will say that the constructive criticism isn't it depends on how it's delivered one and if it's from a loving non-judgmental place and then also the way it's delivered and 
who is delivering that message? Because sometimes there's people that you don't resonate with and they may deliver it to you in a way that you don't respond well. And so it's really finding the right people who you can communicate with. And it's that for me, it's always been like when someone has this deep level of belief in me and then they're asking me these questions because they can see what's going on. They can see that outside and not saying that I can't see it for myself, but when I'm in that procrastination mode and filling my time with all of these other things, it's not necessarily that I'm incapable of seeing that for myself. It's sometimes I don't want to admit it to myself because once I admit that, then I'm not able to hide. I can't hide from it anymore. Then I have to be honest with myself and I really have to just be like, okay, I'm doing the thing. I'm going to do X, Y, Z within this time period, because I know I've been putting it off and it's time. It's time to move forward. I don't want to be in this stuck place anymore and just continuing forward. And having the right friendships and relationships around you can make a huge difference in that energy that you're bringing to your life. And, you know, with friendships, relationships, and energetics, it's really interesting because Sometimes we can have this relationship that's gone on, friendship that's gone on for years and years. And then at some point, someone's like, something's got to change in my life. And they make that change. And maybe your friend isn't interested in that. And that's okay. And it's always been so interesting to me because with friendships, we allow ourselves this time apart. We allow ourselves to be like, oh, they just got married or they just had a kid. I understand. Like I'm doing my own thing. And so you're not as close as maybe you once were. And then you're still able to come together and be friends and get along. And it may not be exactly the same relationship as it was before, but the relationships evolved as the two people have evolved. And I really believe that that's the most important in relationships is how your relationship is evolving with the people. And sometimes what can happen in these relationships is one person decides to evolve, the other one decides not to. And so then you're not on the same playing field anymore. You're not in the same book. You're not in the same chapter. And so it's really hard to get together and reconnect on that level. You know, a good example is if you used to drink and hang out all the time with one friend. And then you're like, I really don't want to do that anymore. I want to like really live a healthier life. I don't want to drink as much, or I really want to like stay in more often um, and just kind of hang out and connect. And that other person doesn't want that. That's okay. And it's allowing ourselves the grace to see these relationships and to see how they change and say, that's okay. I still love you and I want the best for you, but I also love me and I want the best for me. So it is what it is, right? And sometimes people meet in the middle and that's okay too. But obviously when it's something so severe like that, if someone's wanting to go out every weekend and you're not, you're obviously not going to see that person as much. And then again, it's that giving each other space. In our society, it's we get so stuck on these like long-term relationships. Like I've had the same friend for 30 years. And with friendships, it's always different because, like I said, you have that time apart where maybe you don't talk very much, but then you can come back together and you're like, oh my God, this is so aligned. And you are able to spend more time to, with each other and it just works out that way. 
Whereas in romantic relationships, we have a tendency to be like, okay, I found my person. This is going to be my person forever. And I'm going to marry them and die with them and just be there forever, regardless. And that's not a bad thing. So I will preface this. That is not a bad thing. I'm just saying that when we give ourselves the opportunity to look at our relationships and to see if they're evolving with who you want to be as a person, as well as the expectations for the other person, if they can say the same thing, if it's looking at you and saying, okay, well, they're not evolving or they're not going in the direction I want to go in now and really trying to see if they can come back together. And then if they don't, they don't. Sometimes the relationship just isn't meant to continue on past a certain amount of growth or lessons that you have both been through. And so in doing that, you're really allowing each other to get the space that you want to become the people that you want. And relationships always blow my mind because there's some relationships where people totally separate and then they do their own thing for a while and then they come back together. It's just really hard for people to accept that because a lot of the times people are so stuck in that, okay, I'm getting married or I'm married and I need to marry this, stay married to this person forever for whatever belief system they may have grown up on or, and I'm not saying that you're going to throw your relationship away, right? Like this is a decision that you have to make for yourself. It's something that you would obviously take time and sit with. And even with friendships, right? Like you don't have to just cut them off and say, I'm done because that can be really extreme. And in these relationships, you want to give yourself the grace. Again, it's like that how would you treat your best friend in this situation? And are you looking at what's best for both of you, but also who's going to be there for you when you don't have anyone around you? You are always going to be your biggest fan, your biggest um, supporter, the only person that's there with you. So you really need to listen to yourself and see what's right for you in your heart. Because if you don't, you're just constantly disappointing yourself in this life. And that's why I love that like reframe shift of looking at yourself from the perspective of your best friend or looking at yourself or the way you look at your best friend and the way you treat your best friend. And as humans, we can be so judgmental towards ourselves. But then when it's someone else, it's like, oh my God, no, you can totally do this. But then if it's something that like you say about yourself, you're like, oh, that's totally impossible. Why? Why is it impossible for me? But when I'm looking at my best friend who has the same beliefs as I do or similar, who's on a similar path, why is it more likely for it to happen for them, but not for myself? And so it's really important to be able to look at yourself in that way. And you know, and then once you have these close friends, you're able to see, and as you evolve, like you need to be able to notice when that relationship isn't for you anymore. Because sometimes with these relationships, as we change, as our energy changes, and as the things that we want to be around changes, we really, the people we surround ourselves with are really a good reflection of that. They're a good reflection of what we want. And are they supporting you? Are they giving you a hard time or teasing you when you mess up? Are they hyper-focused on when you mess up? Are they cheering you on? Or are they bringing you down? Because when you're in these inner circles, like the closest people to you, 
I have found really mimic some of your inner self-talk. And think about it like this. If I'm surrounded with a group of friends who love me, support me, and they're always like, Jillian, I know this may be hard, but I know you can do this. I really believe in you. I believe that you're doing the best thing for yourself and really bringing you up. And it could be in business. It could be in just life. And having these friends around you that you look up to, one, and that maybe are on not a different energy level than you, but you almost like aspire to have that push, right? The things that they're getting is something that you're aspiring to. Not saying that you always need to have friends that are in front of you, but maybe like you have a best friend that's doing the same thing you're doing and you're like, okay, let's do this together. And you both are bringing that same energy of let's let's bring each other up. And also having the difficult conversations of, okay, why are you procrastinating? What's what's really behind this? What can we do to help you move forward? Or what can I do to help you move forward? Or what can you do to help your friend move forward? You know, and really being honest about that with each other. And it's that honesty part where it's really important to be honest with yourself as well as the people closest to you. Because at the end of the day, when you're not being honest, you're denying yourself who you really are. And you're hiding in a corner pretending to be someone else. Or pretending that you just want to make everyone happy when what about you? You want to be happy too, right? So why are we not telling the truth is a big thing for me. But you're in that type of friendship circle. Obviously, it's going to help you push. It's going to help you move forward. It's going to help lift you up and achieve the goals that you're wanting to achieve versus if you're in this friend group that maybe teases you whenever you make a mistake. And I'm not saying that there can't be this fun energy around making mistakes. I'm saying if you're someone who, let's use the procrastination one again, if you're someone who tends to procrastinate, instead of coming to your friend with this level of conversation of what can I do to support you? Why do you feel like you're holding yourself back? What can we do to get you to the next level where you want to be? Because I want to see you succeed. Where is, and the energy is coming from like, oh, that's such a Jillian thing to do, putting everything off, there you go, ha ha ha, and kind of joking about it. And maybe that's something that some people respond well to, and it makes them want to change because they're like, oh my God, this is a negative thing about me. I really don't want to do this anymore. For me personally, that does not work. For me personally, it's, it just hurts my feelings and it doesn't make me feel like I can grow out of it. And for me, it puts this label on myself where my friends or this like inner circle that I'm close with, they're instead of looking at how I can evolve out of that, they're constantly tying me down to this like pattern that I'm trying to get out of. And a great example is like when you're trying to get out of black mindset. And that's a lot of take some time, not always, but as you're rewiring your brain and you want to have this abundant mindset and you don't want to look at things and say, oh my gosh, like I am stuck. I'm stuck. I think everything bad is happening around me. And you're like, okay, like instead of coming at it from worst case scenario, I want to look at what's the best case scenario. And if someone, a best friend, partner, anything like that, if you're trying to move forward. And so let's say you work on it, work on it. And you're right here as far as like getting to the abundance mindset, you're working on it. And then something happens and your friend, partner, 
whoever you're in this relationship with comes in and they say, oh my God, the world's burning down. This is the worst thing ever. I can't see how we're going to get out of this. And you try and convince them to help that balance out, but it doesn't, it's just, it's constantly bringing you back down because instead of you automatically being able to stay in that energy, because I'm not saying that at any point you won't be able to hold that energy yourself, but as you're trying to rewire these things in your mind, it sometimes takes a little more effort to be able to be like, okay, no, I'm choosing to believe in the best case scenario, not the worst. And so you're able to shift that mindset for yourself. But if you're constantly being dragged back down, then it's a lot harder. And sometimes you can't hold that energy yourself because you're constantly being dragged back down. And so you want to be really conscious of the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Because again, if someone's coming at you and you're procrastinating on doing something that you're really lit up about and you've talked to your friends about and they're like, oh my God, she's so excited about this. This is going to be great. Like, I really want this for them because I know she'll be great at it. But instead of your friends being supportive and saying, you can do this, you can do this. Once they see you procrastinate, they're going to go, oh, there you go again. Just procrastinating like you always do. And it's really just holding that energy vibration of the relationship down and it's keeping you in a more negative space instead of that uplifting powerful like empowered space where you can really grow and step into who you really are as a person and again like it's the same for a lot of things and so as we look at these relationships and we really want to continue to grow sometimes we have to look at our inner circle our relationships that we're in and really be honest with ourselves about, okay, is this relationship resonant with me anymore? Is this relationship still good for me? Um, is it still good for the other person? That way you both can move on, right? And it's extremely hard. If friendships, romantic relationships, it can be heartbreaking. Sometimes friendships are even more heartbreaking than romantic relationships, depending on how long it's been, just because it's just hard, right? Like you open up and you share with these people yourself. And once it doesn't work out, and sometimes it's a huge ego hit once we see like that the plan that we had for our lives doesn't work out the way we expected it to be. It's really painful. But You'll also see on the flip side, the longer that you stay in these relationships that are no longer meant for you, it's equally as painful. Like the example I used just a minute ago about the trying to like up-level yourself and then having someone constantly pull you back down. It's like you're constantly being tripped and you're hitting your face on the floor <laughs> and you're just unable to grow because you're holding yourself to this relationship, which is no longer resonant for you. And it could be a friendship. You know, there's been friendships that I've stayed in way longer <laughs> than I should have because I knew that it was no longer a good fit. I really did. And I stayed, I tried to make it work, but I ended up just hiding and I was just hiding. I was constantly denying myself what I really wanted, which was some space from this person and it's something that really affected me in a negative way. And so instead of really leaning into my empowerment, what I want, that I do have control over the situation in my life with this friend, I let myself play the victim and going, oh, okay, I've got to go over there because they're my friend, as if I had no control over the situation. 
When in reality, I did have full control over the situation. I was just keeping myself in that situation, even though I knew it was no longer resonant for me. I truly believe that once I finally made that decision and stood up for myself and was like, hey, no more, I... I literally felt this huge weight lift off of my shoulders because I was able to be free. I was able to express myself the way I wanted. I was no longer worried about what that person thought. And that's another thing. Like, if you're worried about what someone's thinking about you and they're your friend, reevaluate that that friendship <laughs> or relationship because it's one thing to have people who care about you and who want to help you and who bring things out about you with an energy of, I want to help you through this instead of someone who's just constantly judging you and going, oh my God, look at her. She's doing this. And it's like, why? No one wants that energy. No one wants that energy in their life. And for me, I have been a people pleaser my whole life. So for me to be able to make these choices for myself and to not worry about how the other person feels or how the other person is going to think of me is huge because it's still something that is like an automatic knee-jerk reaction. But honestly, that's none of my business. What they think and what they feel, none of my business. I can deliver information to them as lovingly as I can, but as long as I know that I'm doing what's best for me, and this can sound super selfish, but it is what it is. Because when it comes down to it, when you are alone, if there were no other people in the world, it's you and you. You really just have to look at that and say, okay, what relationships do I want to be in? What kind of energy do I want to be in when I'm around other people? I want to be uplifted. I want to uplift them. I want to be surrounded by love. I want like true love and not this judgmental, I, lo I love you if you're doing this, or I don't want to try and meet other people's standards. I want to be who I am and have people love me for who I am. So in these moments of reevaluating your relationships, you can really stop and see, like, if you're constantly worried about what someone else is going to think of you, one, you, you may need to see why you're worried about that. Is it because they're extremely judgmental? Or is it because you just aren't comfortable with who you are? And for me being a people pleaser, it was a little bit of both sometimes. I definitely was in this energy of having to manage how they're feeling so that I felt safe. But also sometimes I was like, oh my God, what are they going to think about me if I'm really myself? Because I was worried about their emotions, right? And you really have to be able to know what you want. Radical self-belief is hard. Relationships can be so amazing. And as they change, it can be so hard. But really choosing you and who you want to be around is such a game changer because you're able to take that empowerment back in your life and to say, okay, this is the type of relationship I want to be in. And you know, I talked about friendships and romantic relationships, but even in mentorships or coaching containers, sometimes people are like, oh, but I've worked with this person for so long. Like, how am I going to move away or go to someone else? Is that person still resonant with you? Or do you need to shift the energy that you're working in that capacity with that person? Or do you need to find a new person completely? And it's the same with friendships. Sometimes friendships can evolve and that's okay. It's okay if the friendship doesn't look exactly the same. It's just shifted into something new and probably wonderful. 
And allowing yourself and your relationships to change is such a huge part of life. And really noticing if the people that you're surrounding yourself with are empowering you or if they're keeping you down. Because it's really hard to be in these relationships when they're not allowing you to evolve or you're not allowing them to evolve. That's something that I've been very aware of the past year is it's like, okay, I know it's good for me, but sometimes I can also see where I'm like, oh, we need to take some space because I'm too attached or I you know, really see where I'm kind of holding that other person back. And it's like, no, give each other some space, figure it out. And then you can go from there. I just really have loved being able to support myself in the way that I know that my friends would want to be there for me, my closest friends, and just allowing myself to be supported by myself, right? Not saying that I'm the only person that I need, but allowing myself to fully step into that, I do deserve this. Or maybe not deserve this. I I do want this. I can succeed. I can reach this goal. And I'm good with that. Instead of looking at all of the shadowy parts of me where I'm like, oh, I want to do this, but then I'm going to do this and then it's going to hold me back and blah, blah, blah. Because that's just not it. <laughs> it's just not the energy that you want to be in to be able to get where you're going. And yeah, look at your relationships friendships, mentorships, just look at them. Be more intentional with who you're around, with what kind of energy you want to bring into these groups or these relationships. And you'll be really surprised as to what changes, as to what people go away after you start changing yourself because they want you to stay who you were because that's the relationship that they were comfortable with. And sometimes as things evolve, it gets a little bit uncomfortable, but sometimes that's really where the magic can happen. I invite you to look at where your relationships are at, where they're at, what energy you want them to be in. If these long-term relationships, friendships, mentorships are still aligned for you, or if something needs to be shaken up. And shaken up doesn't always mean like saying, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Sometimes the relationship just needs to change and that's okay. And watch, watch what unfolds after. Again, so excited to be here. So excited for this first episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. I just can't wait to start putting more episodes out. And I hope all of you every day just remember that you are constantly given the invitation to step into your full light. And I hope you do that. That is it for me. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Expand the Conversation podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on your favorite platform. Your feedback means the world to me. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions for future episodes, reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. To let me know you are listening and stay updated on all things Expand the Conversation, be sure to follow and tag me on Instagram at expandtheconversation.podcast. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please share it. See you next time.